The Sherry Group Podcast, presented by The Sherry Group, LLC. Yes, welcome to The Sherry Group Podcast. I am Drew Demery, and I am so excited uh, that you're joining us for another episode here of Leading Through Adversity. I'm here once again with my co-host, David Sherry. Dave, how are you doing? Doing great today, Drew. How are you? Doing good. Sun's shining. It's nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful Iowa winter day with fresh snowfall and excited about our guest today. Yes, yes, we have with us Jamie Biodrowski with the Easter Seals and I would love for her to just uh, introduce herself and, and tell us a little bit about her camp and her camp journey. Welcome to the podcast, Jamie. Thanks for having me. I am the camp director for Easter Seals in Nebraska. I've been there for about almost six years now, so I have five seasons. I guess if you count COVID, I don't know how you count that, but you count it. <laughs> and before that, I was the program director for the 4-H camp here in Nebraska, and I did that for about four years, and that was a really good learning experience. I really am just excited to be here. We're excited to have you with us. So, Jamie, we've asked you on our Leading Through Adversity podcast because you gave a great presentation at the ACA Fall Conference a couple of years ago about work-life balance. You've got a unique story because at one point you were a salaried employee and then um, the adjustment was made to hourly, um, which means that your hours varied drastically because as I understand it, as a salaried employee, you can work 100 hours and you still get the pay the same as if you're working 40, right? Um, but then when you move to like an hourly rate, usually the organization is like, okay, we don't want to pay you overtime. We can't do that. So 40 hours. Um, and so then trying to cram in a whole camp director's job into a very, well, I guess a smaller window of time is tricky. Am I explaining that correctly, Jamie? Yes. It started like in 2014 or 15, President Barack Obama um, was going to change something. I, I'm really bad at explaining this and even worse at understanding it. But um, <laughs> basically, if you made less than a certain amount of money salary and you were a certain level, um, executive level or administrative level, then you had to become hourly. And it didn't get fully implemented with the law, but um, my organization decided to move forward with it anyway. So anyone who made under a certain amount of money salary had to become hourly with overtime. And that included me. I had to figure out how to do this job with minimal amount of hours in perspective. That had to be challenging. I know that part of the joy of this profession is being at camp and enjoying the campfires and the evenings and the activities and and then to mix that in with administrative responsibilities, how, how did you balance that? So at first when they announced it, it was, my attitude was like, oh, well, there's no way that's impossible. You guys are just going to have to figure something out or maybe I need a big raise now. Um, that was <laughs> yep. just like the thoughts that were running through my mind. But after they announced it and I stewed over it a little bit, I decided to just change my mindset because this could become really beneficial for me now. I would be making more money because I'd be getting overtime and I would have more time in my free life to leave camp and have um, a personal life outside of camp. 
so I'm married and I have a child. And at the time he was around four years old, he's eight now. And so being able to spend time with him was kind of enticing. So it was more of just changing my mindset that I can either complain about this and be grumpy about it and let it ruin my whole job experience, or I can try to figure out a way to make this work and actually benefit from it. And so that's basically what I did is I just changed my mindset. That really got me through. The first summer was really hard. And when, when they announced it, I told my boss, I said, I don't really know how I'm going to do this. I don't know if you know this, but I worked last summer like 70, 80 hours. I mean, I didn't keep track, but I know it was somewhere up there. And so I'm not sure how I'm going to be able to pull this off. And she was really understanding and supportive and just said, well, let's just do our best and just see what happens. Try to keep your hours down, um, but let's see what happens. And so that first summer, it was tough because I had to leave and I had a tremendous amount of guilt leaving my staff behind but I did it and I averaged around 55 to 60 hours that summer. And so now each summer after that, we have put it into the budget that way. So we budget for my overtime and when I'm not at camp, I get on call hours. So we also budget for that. So that's been really helpful and it's gotten better every single year to the point that in 2019, I didn't miss a single game of my son's baseball and on Friday afternoons after the campers left, we got to go to the pool every single Friday. Um, I was able to turn my phone off, my computer off, and disconnect. So it's been really awesome, and I'm really glad I changed my mindset in that way. So right now there are listeners whose minds were just blown. <laughs> you were able to make it to every baseball game and have time to swim and, and do all that. I think that's fantastic. How, how did you do it? The first thing I had to do was really trust my staff. I had to train them well, and I had to really trust them and empower them that they got it. My conversation every summer starts with staff job interviews. When I'm interviewing my counselors, I'm going in there thinking, you know what, this could be my right-hand man one day. And so I need to make sure that when I hire them, that I'm hiring the best and only the best because I don't have time since I'm not there, I don't have time to hire someone who needs a lot of coaching. So I always go in with that mindset and, and the conversation starts right there. In the interview, I tell them um, about me and my position and what my job is at camp. And then I also explain that I am hourly, so I'm not allowed to be at camp every moment of every day. But I'm always there to support them. I'm always available by phone and whatnot. And then I ask them, what days of the week do they need off or do they have any weddings or um, college tours to do? I just try to be really transparent that, um, yeah, I'm not there all the time, but sometimes you don't have to be there either because this is a job it's, and you need time alone or away from camp also. I really encourage that communication up front. You tell me what you need and I'll always communicate to you what I I'm doing and where I'm at. So it starts there with the interview and the staff I choose to be on my team. Um, and then once they're at camp, it, it's empowering them to make decisions when I'm not there and teaching them like, okay, so in this scenario, what would you guys do? 
or we talk about past experiences. Like we had this camper who did X, Y, Z, and how would you handle that if I wasn't there? Um, at what point would you call me? And making sure that, that they're calling me right away so that I can get to camp if I need to be there. And then also I've had a lot of times when I've need to make tough phone calls to parents, whether that's sending a camper home or telling a parent that the camper's sick or even if they're just having bad behavior, things like that, where I actually invite my leadership staff who are my right-hand men or women to sit in the room with me and listen in on the calls to see how I'm handling it so that if they ever feel empowered that they need to make a tough phone call, I give them that permission to do that. I trust them to make those decisions, um, but they don't have to. I always do the dirty work. I tell them that um, not to be afraid to give me the dirty work. <laughs> and as the years have gone by, those leadership staff are still here um, and they now are taking on those roles more so. And so now what I've had to implement in 2019, what I had to do is we started doing morning reports with me. So every morning I go and I check in with each of my leadership staff and ask them what happened between the time I left to now and everything, all the staff, how they're doing, who's struggling, what campers are struggling um, because they've taken on so much. I've empowered them so much that now I don't even know what's going on that I do need to know about. So making sure that, um, that I know what's going on. So if a parent calls me or something, then I can answer those questions. So how did you choose your priorities time-wise? It sounds like you did a lot of investing in leadership development, which was great. Did you decide I'm going to work from this time to this time every day and I'm going to manage my responsibilities in there? Or did you say, you know, Sunday night is opening campfire. I'm going to be around for certain programs in the evenings. How, how did you pick and choose what your schedule looks like? So I picked it around my son's schedule first off. That's the foundation of my schedule, but then I work off it from there. Like for example, Thursdays, I wanted to make it be more of my flex day because it's the end of the week and the end of the pay period. So if I bank a lot of hours earlier in the week, I have time on Thursday to take off. And Thursdays are usually way more chill. We go to the pool and there's not a lot of activity that happens. So I decide, okay, so maybe on Thursday, I'm leaving at two instead of five. And I also talk to my staff to see when they want me there. So do they prefer me there really early in the morning before camp is getting moving? Or do they prefer me there more later in the evening when uh, maybe some behaviors are popping up here and there? And then that has to change every week. That changes every week too. So how about this week, guys? Do you feel like I was here enough last week? Do you need more? Do you need me here more? Or what can I do to support you to make sure that you are running this place the way that you feel safe and the campers are enjoying it? So when, uh, when you all of a sudden had more time in the summer, did you find yourself at home? You said that you're feeling a little bit guilty about not being there. Did you also find yourself looking around like, what am I supposed to do? No, because no. even when I'm not there, my mind was definitely still working and worrying about the next day or what was going on. And I was still getting like 60 hours of time in each week. So when I'm not at camp, I was just with my son, really, and my husband 
So just doing domestic things at home and then it's bed and up the next day to do it all over again. And then it's also six days a week. So even if Sundays start not starting until two, I'm there from two until nine. That's still a full day, even though um, part of it wasn't there. (laughs) So have you learned how to turn that off so that when you're home, you're home? Or is that still something that you... That's something I'm definitely still working on. Um, It has improved, but it is challenging just letting go. You want to be a leader for your staff. And some, a lot of times a leader looks like someone who's there actually literally leading. And so when you're not there, it feels like you're abandoning your team, but you have to trust that you're not. I think that as these years go by, it will get much better for me to let go. And as we grow in our program to have more leadership staff who are able to balance with me. So right now I'm the only year round full-time person. We did have a year where we were able to have uh, an assistant camp director. And so then we were able to split the week and that was a lot easier for me to turn it off because then she was on call and not me. Jamie, we're going to take a quick break here um, to drop in a commercial and then um, we'll jump back into the conversation. Contact the Sherry Group today for all of your fundraising, development, and training needs. www.thesherrygroupllc.com. Thank you. Okay, we're back with the podcast now, the Sherry Group podcast here. Our series is Leading Through Adversity. We have Jamie Biodrowski with us uh, this afternoon. And Jamie, I got to say, I feel exactly what you're feeling as a young director, um, not being at camp. I know that guilt because you work so hard on it, you know, for nine months out of the year, you put your, you put everything into it and then to like step back and even at times be like forced to step back because of the hours um, imposed, then um, it's hard to take your mind off that because you want to succeed so much and you love camp so much that, gosh, you just want to be there. You just want to be a part of it. Um, Man, it's hard to step away. I I certainly understand that feeling. But Jamie, I'm wondering um, what kind of leadership qualities you feel like um, you have relied on throughout this journey, whether it be good communication, organization, um, delegation. What do you feel like you needed to rely on to, to make the most of this? Definitely communication. Communicating with my leadership staff that they, even though I'm not there, I am available, that they can text me, call me. I give them my husband's number, my personal number, my mother-in-law's number, so that if I miss a call or a text that they are able to get me ASAP. And then also able to communicate to them, um, I'm here at camp now, or I'm leaving, are you good? And also working through the schedule each week of when they need more support or maybe they've got it. And then also get encouraging them to communicate in return to making sure that they're asking for their time off and that when they need help, that they're asking for help because I don't want them to think like, Oh, she's hourly and we don't want to suck our budget and get her here. So I'm not going to ask for help. Um, that's not the case. Like if we need me to work a hundred hours, I can that week, 
whatever we need to do to make this safe and better. And so making sure I communicate that like to them so that they aren't afraid to ask for help or ask for time off. Definitely being more present. So I have to be much more intentional with my time. So that means all my admin work is happening at home because when I'm at camp, I want them to see me at camp because they already, I'm already not there 24 seven. And so if I'm at camp in an office, then I'm there even less in their perspective. So I have to be very intentional of when I do my administrative work and when I'm at camp, I'm present and I'm with the campers and I'm with my staff. So yeah, and definitely time management. <laughs> Absolutely. If other directors are thinking, okay, if Jamie can do it, I'm going to try it out because this sounds like, um, you know, it, it would be good for my family. It'd be good for me to have this time um, to have some resemblance of a normal life during these three or four months of summer camp. Um, you know, what other kind of advice would you give them, Jamie? I would say you can do it. You can do it. You just have to let go and trust. Trust your staff, trust your ability to lead and just experiment with it. I mean, COVID kind of made everyone adapt and be in change. And we all found out what our threshold is and how much, how creative we can be. This should not be any different. Experiment, use this time of change with COVID to experiment with working less hours. Maybe that's 70 hours and not 55, but um, it's not a hundred either. Right. And just think like work, smarter, not harder. So even though I was at camp less, I still was able to grow our campers by 107% in just four years. So if I can do that, then you definitely can do that. And there's research out there that shows that if after you work 50 hours, your productivity like tanks. So when you're there, are you really contributing? Like we just got to work smarter, not harder. Definitely talk to your boss about it and show them evidence of the things and the decisions you've made as a director or a camp professional that shows that you make good decisions and that you want nothing but the best for your camp and use that evidence to talk to them about, okay, so you can trust me. So let me experiment with us working some few hours and maybe take some baby steps. Maybe it's you get one full day off or maybe it's evenings off or morning off or something like that and work your way towards um, maybe some more normal hours like 50. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie, I even heard of one camp director who in the middle of the summer was encouraged by his supervisor to take the week off take a week off, get rested for the second half of summer. And that blew my mind at the time. I was like, what? That's just crazy that you get a whole week off. Um, Pretty amazing. Dave, you got anything else here? Yeah, Jamie, I'm wondering just uh, what do you think this has done for your career, in particular the longevity of your career? We have, unfortunately, in our industry, we see a lot of great people, a lot of bright stars burn out quick. What uh, what is this doing for you, do you think, and, and the long-term vision of where you're going? I am confident that this decision and this track we took made me a lifetime camp professional. 
I plan to be here at least at this camp for as long as they will have me. It's refreshing to be able to have that balance and to know that I plan to be here and that the unknown, the future is not an unknown. And it's not like, Oh, how much more can I take of this? It's what can I do in the future to make this better? And it's, exciting every year and it's not just dragging and eating away at me every year if that makes any sense oh yeah yeah i I think your i think your message today has been inspirational and something that a lot of camp folks need to hear i really appreciate you sharing it we're famous for working a lot of hours and long hours and burning ourselves out and so to see the success that you've had and have you being willing to share that I, i really appreciate it thank you for your time today Oh, you're welcome. I hope that it was helpful and that some camps can uh, make some changes in the future. Absolutely. You've, you've inspired me, Jamie. I, next camp director job I take, I'm going to say, you know what, how about 60 hours instead of 100? Maybe we'll find somebody else to drive the camp bus. That is a great point. Making sure you ask those questions up front too. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie, it's been a pleasure to have you on here, the Sherry Group Podcast. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate your time and your insight. Um, you've been a great guest. So thanks for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Sherry Group Podcast. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening.